Well, tonight I have some good news for you. Um, just, you know, before we jump into that, let me just give you a little side note here. One little girl, she goes to her mom and, and she says, Mom, where do people come from? Mom said, well, started with Adam and Eve. God made Adam and Eve and they had children and that's where people came from. Well, a few days later, the little girl asked her dad the same question. She said, Dad, where did people come from? He said, well, you see, there are these monkeys and people evolved from these monkeys. Well, this kind of troubled the little girl and she was upset. She went back to her mom. She said, Mom, you said that, people, that God created Adam and Eve and that's where people came from. But, but Dad said that, that there were these monkeys and people evolved from monkeys. She said, sweetheart, don't be upset about this. It's real simple. I was telling you where my family came from and he's telling you where his family came from. <laughs> so... Here's what I want to say. We need to know what the Bible says and not just about where people came from. The Bible has so much to say about everyday life. It really is something that we live every day and it addresses every part of our life. We need to know what the Bible says. I think most believers know a whole lot more what the world says than what the Word says. And it ought to be opposite for us. We need to know what it says. So I got some good news for you tonight. It's not about the weather. It's not about the economy. I'm talking about the message of Jesus. It's also the message of Paul. It's also the message that every believer is supposed to be taken to the world, according to our Savior. Jesus came preaching the good news of the kingdom, and he said, this good news is to be preached to every creature. Mark 1, 14 and 15, and the NIV says it this way. After John was put in prison, mm, should have been an upsetting time, should have been a discouraging time. This great man of God, John, that prepared the way, he's been put in prison. Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. Jesus preached that the kingdom of God was near. Best news ever that God's reign and rule had come. That's great news for a world that is under the dominion of the evil one. They may not recognize it, but we sure ought to know it. We need to be telling this good news that God wants to rule and reign in their life. He wants to be their king. But then he says, repent. And you know, the word repent actually comes from a word that means to change your mind. Now, it's not just about, you know, a thought thing. It's about changing your mind in a, such a strong way that it changes the way you live. That's what it's talking about, to repent. It's not just stop doing bad things and, you know, start doing something good. It's actually a, a change of mind, a change of attitude. And yes, we repent from those old sins. We should repent from sins. But I want you to see what else happened here. He says, repent and believe the gospel. Believe this good news. See, we need to change our mind. 
Here's, here's, a, here's the outcome. See, we're talk, what we say is, is not just a thought, but it's where you change your mind so, in such a strong, powerful way that you're doing something different. Well, here it is. You're changing your mind and you're going to believe the good news. Now, I know in this room right now, a lot of you are thinking, oh yeah, I've been believing the good news since I was five. I'm telling you, we need to get a hold of the good news of the Word of God and see it and believe it every day in our life. Jesus, you know, he, he preached some uh, bad news a little bit. I'll call it the woes. He said, woe to you, to the religious people, you know, to those that were so full of themselves that thought they had it all together. He said, woe to you. I mean, he said, you whitewashed tombs. Now, I hope I'm not preaching to any old stuck-in-the-mud Pharisees tonight. You know, you like whitewashed tombs full of dead men's bones. I mean, if that's you tonight, well, I'll have a message some other time for you. This isn't the message for you tonight. I'm talking to all the other people, okay? See, and what I want to say to you is that, yes, Jesus pronounced some woes to those religious people, but to everybody else, Jesus was the good news preacher. He's the first one. He's the first one to come on the scene and he's preaching good news. And that's what we're supposed to do. So that's what I want to do tonight. I just want to preach some good news tonight. You know, think about this though. Huge crowds came to hear Jesus. And, and I know that to some degree, some of the time, it, you know, people were coming because of the miracles. Or at one point because he was, you know, feeding the 5,000, feeding the 4,000. You know, they came because of the loaves and the fish. But I also know that people came because they wanted to hear this Jesus. They wanted to hear this good news. It was so different. I want to tell you that we need that same kind of message in our world today. We need that same kind of good news in our world today. We hear the bad news every day, all around us, all the time. And I'm going to say this two or three times tonight, but in our age, in our generation, this is part, part of the curse of modern media is that we, we just get to where we're just saturated with bad news. And we don't just know, you know, if you go back a hundred years ago, just a hundred years ago, for sure, 200 it would take you a long time to hear about bad news in another city if you heard. Most of the time, the only bad news you knew was what, what happened right there in your city or your, amongst your group of people. But now we know about every evil thing that happens all around the world in just a moment. We can know about it all. and We got it all coming at us every day through every kind of media. I'm telling you, we need some good news. We got an overload of bad news every day. Terrible things going on in our world. It's one of the things that has happened in our generation that I think has just impacted not only unbelievers, but impacted the church. And what's sad is that a lot of the time, even Christians, they talk more about the bad news than they do the good news. We're supposed to be talking about the good news. Amen. I'm telling you, this whole book has good news all the way through it. Right. Right. I mean, 
cover to cover, there's good news in there. There's also some bad news in here. But it is full of good news. And we need to be talking about that good news. Now, I want to encourage you. I want to build your faith. I want to strengthen your faith. But some of you, I want to tear down a stronghold of the enemy because you're thinking all, like you're all spiritual and you're righteous indignation talking about how terrible and how bad everything is in the world. And it's all, you know, it's all going from bad to worse and just getting worse and worse and worse. Now, listen, some of that's true. Quit talking about it all the time. That just tears people down. We're supposed to build people up. We're supposed to have something good to say. And I want you to know, whenever there's bad news, there's some good news. Which one are you going to have? We need to be the people with the good news. I hope that every time you come to Grace Church here that you hear something that's good news. Amen. I mean, there really is some bad news, but there's always some good news that needs to go with it. But when Christians are talking the bad news just as much as the world. I mean, how depressing is that? That doesn't help anybody. In fact, I think sometimes Christians get on it even more than unbelievers because, you know, we're so wound up over the sin and immorality. Listen, I, I get it. I get that. But we need to have the message of good news. We're going to get to it. It's going to get better. But I'm just telling you, there are people all around us with all kinds of needs that we need to minister to, that we need to help. And you know what's going to help them? Not telling them how bad they are, how bad everything is, and how bad it's going to be. No, we got to have a message of good news to help them. We need to be talking about Jesus. We need to be talking about the Word of God. We need to be talking like Jesus talks. And not when he was talking to those Pharisees. Unless you're talking to a Pharisee. All right. But the church needs to be proclaiming good news to a sad world. You know, I say this often, but whatever the problem is, there's a promise for that problem. See, there's always some good news. You know, things are bad in this world. That's true. See, I'm not saying that bad news isn't true. I am going to say that a lot of it's not. But yeah, there's some bad news. It's true. A lot of bad going on in this world. Let me tell you the good news. Jesus is still building his church. Here's some bad news. Oh, you know, the church. Church just ain't what it ought to be. I'm concerned about the church. Let me tell you some good news. Jesus is preparing for himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. He's doing it with the washing of the water of the word. He's not doing it by criticism and fault finding. It's by the washing of the word of God. There's good news. He's still building it. The church is still going to be victorious. I'm telling you, the gates of hell can't stop the church. See, there's good news. Got some bad news about the church. Let's focus on the good news. Let's talk about the good news instead of talking about all the bad news. Jesus preached good news, and he told us to preach good news. I think too much of the time the church makes people sad, 
makes people mad, but not glad. The good news is God loves them. He forgives them. He wants to heal them. He wants to set them free. He wants to give them abundant life. That's good news. And Jesus said, repent and believe the good news. We need to intentionally decide to believe good news. We're so quick to believe bad news. Somebody said, well, I got my bad news from a reliable source. I got my good news from the Word of God. What source is better than this? You know, and, and you're, you see, that source, it may be right. It may be true. This is way better. See, we need to believe the good news. Some people, they're so, they're so intent on the bad news. I believe it. It's really, really bad. I believe it. It's really, really good. You know, you can always tell when people are believing the bad news because their attitude and their face, and sooner or later it comes out of their mouth. They're talking it. See, we ought to be talking the good news, not the bad news. If we're talking the bad news, we're just like the world. And we're having the same influence, maybe in a different way, but same kind of influence. We need to be preaching good news. I understand why the world is so upset. Ephesians 2.12 says they have no hope without God in the world. That's a terrible place to be. But it doesn't really make any sense to me that there's so many grumpy, sour-faced, unhappy Christians. I mean, some, some Christians think that if you're, hap, un, um, if you're happy and you're not upset about all this stuff, well, you just must be out of touch. I think when Christians are sad, mad, and unhappy, and grumpy, and all bent out of shape all the time, I think they're out of touch. I think they're out of touch with the Lord because there is so much good news, and our God is not dead, and He's still moving, He's still working. There's still so many awesome things that's happening in people's lives. Why, why do we focus on the negatives that the world talks about all the time? We need to focus on the Word of God and what God is doing. Jesus said in John 16, 33, in this world, you're going to have trouble. Take heart, I have overcome the world. See, Jesus gives us the whole truth. The whole truth is there's bad news and there's good news. That's the whole truth. So I'm not talking about some pie-in-the-sky fantasy life. There's bad news and there's good news. Bad news. He said, you're going to have some trouble. Not maybe, not might. You are. In this world, you're going to have trouble. The good news is, I've overcome the world. So how do we overcome the world? 1 John 5, 4 tells us whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? You turned your life over to him? Listen, then you're born of God. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You got troubles, you got problems, but whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And how do we do that? This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. 
It's by faith. And I want you to understand that we have to believe the good news. We got to believe the Word of God. We can't allow ourselves to get bogged down in all that junk and it just strips your your faith and gets you to the place where you don't believe and you're not really trusting God to, to move and to work. Good news overcomes bad news every time. There's always good news and bad news. But if you believe the good news, it overcomes bad news. The Israelites sent 12 spies into the promised land to check it out. And I know most of you know this story, but I just want to put this out here tonight that Joshua and Caleb, two of the spies, came back with a good report. They said, it's more than what we thought it would be, more than what we dreamed. It's, it's fantastic. A land that flows with milk and honey. But then there were 10 men who came back with a bad report. They had the bad news. They said, oh, there's giants there. The people are mighty and they have fortified cities. Now I want you to know that some of that was true. Bad news. Joshua and Caleb said, we are well able. We should go in at once. They said, we were just like bugs in their sight. And we were in our own sight. And they said, and the land devours its inhabitants. What a bunch of baloney. They just made that up. And you know what? This is the way it is with the world a lot of the time. You know, some of it might be true, but they got to sensationalize it. And this it's not just the world doing it. I hear believers doing it. And the end result is, is that those people never entered the promised land. The only two of that generation that did was Joshua and Caleb. The rest of them all died in the wilderness. It matters what you believe. It matters what you listen to, what you take hold of. Because there's always good news and bad news. Which one are you going to latch on to? I'm telling you, we need to believe the good news. Repent and believe the good news. Decide you're going to believe good news. Do you hear some bad news? You know what? You need to get you some good news to overcome it. Amen. Always bad news. Always bad reports. Some are true. Some are lies. But good news overcomes bad news. You just got to decide what or who you're going to put your trust in. Just remember, Jesus preached good news. Jesus was not a doom and gloom preacher. Jesus didn't preach and everybody's all like, oh, this is terrible. No, he was preaching good news. And he told us to preach good news. You know, he said things like John 14, 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. See, it's our choice to believe the bad news or to trust the Lord and believe the good news. But when we really trust the Lord, I'm telling you, there's nothing to worry about. The man that fears the Lord, he's not afraid of bad news. 
Psalm 112, verse 7 says, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Bad news comes. No fear. Trust in the Lord. There's going to be bad news. You might get some bad news before you get out of the auditorium, the sanctuary tonight. You got to make up your mind. I'm not going to fear. My heart is fixed, steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Not afraid of bad news. But the key there is trusting in the Lord. Bad news doesn't faze me. I'm trusting the Lord. You know, whenever you hear bad news, you need to turn to the Word of God for some good news. We need to fill our hearts and minds with the Word of God so that we're ready. When bad news comes, we got some good news to overcome it. See, so many, they're running their race for God, you know, they get involved in church and they're getting involved in the work of the Lord and then something happens and it kind of messes them up. It causes them to stumble and it's not long until they're just kind of out of the race, not going to church faithful anymore, not really living for God, not really involved in the work of the Lord. How'd that happen? Some bad news came along, some trouble came. But here's what the Bible says in Psalm 119, 165. It says, great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Great peace have those who love the word of God and nothing causes them to stumble. And you know, as I said, even in the word, you find some bad news and good news. Well, we'll just talk about that for a minute. The bad news is, is, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The good news is, is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The bad news is the wages of sin is death. The good news is the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, now if you ask most people in religious America, in in religious America is very, very religious especially here in the Bible Belt. If you ask most people, if you died, do you think you would go to heaven? Most people, and I'm talking about even a lot of Christians, will say, yeah, I think so. I'm a good person. I do more good than bad. They need to get saved. Because as long as they think that their own righteousness to get them, can get them into heaven, they're not going there. Because there's only one way. It is by grace we've been saved through faith. It has to be by the blood of Jesus. But he paid the price for us. That's the only way. But you see, that's good news. He made the way. Bad news is there's none righteous, no, not one. The good news is, is that he who knew no sin became sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The bad news is there's none good but God. The good news is, is that goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our life. The bad news is none of us is perfect. We still mess up. The good news is, is that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The bad Bad news is, well, some, you know what? We're weak. 
The good news is, Paul said, when I'm weak, then I'm strong because the power of Christ rests upon me. See, there are a lot of things that we can't do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, whatever bad news, I want to tell you, there's some good news that answers that bad news. Yeah, in this world, you have trouble, right? Sometimes that trouble is going to come as a bill or a debt. The bad news is you got bills and you don't have enough money. Well, here's the good news. Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Which news are you going to believe? The Lord knows. He knows what's in your heart. A lot of the time, everybody else knows too because it comes out of your mouth. The bad news is Some people can't ever really enjoy life because they're always struggling, always struggling. Here's the good news, Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. He adds no sorrow with it. I'm not preaching pie in the sky. I'm preaching the word of God. I'm talking about the promises of God. These are things that the Bible says, but we are so inundated with all of the negatives every day. And at the same time, we have so little intake of the word. We need to flip it. We need to have more intake of the word than we do of the bad news of this world. It changes your perspective. It changes the level of your faith and what you can believe God for. Oh, how we need this good news. Why would anybody want what we have if we are as miserable as they are? They don't. See, if we really believe the good news and we are sharing the good news with other people, it makes us way more attractive. I'm not telling you you're going to be better looking. I'm telling you it makes other people want what we have. It makes our faith attractive. Other people want to come and see what this is about. The bad news, bad news. Oh, there's so much bad news. Psalm 34, 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The good news, the Lord delivers them out of them all. Amen. Good news overcomes bad news over and over and over. Bad news is there's a lot of things in this world that'll bind you up. The good news is, is whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Jesus came to proclaim liberty, freedom to the captives. The bad news is the doctor said, the good news is that he said, I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. See, we need to quit listening so much to the bad news and talking the bad news and, and believing the bad news. Instead, listen to the good news and talk the good news and live the good news. Right. Oh, I, here, you know, here's the bad news. You, know, you, you get your heart broken, you get hurt, somebody did you wrong. Here's the good news. Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. Amen. See, I'm nigh to the brokenhearted. There's always some good news. Well, we got to know it, and we need to be talking about it. We need to get our minds focused on the good news instead of the bad. You know, sometimes terrible things happen. It's true. Worst news ever. 
I want to tell you the truth. God can turn your bad news into good news. And I know sometimes things happen. You just say, no, that's, there's no way. Well, let me tell you a little story. The worst news ever happened when the disciples heard that Jesus was dead. All of their hopes and dreams, everything, everything was dashed on the rocks for them. Evil men. We talk about wicked people today. The powers of hell inspired evil men to mock, to beat, to torture, to crucify the Son of God. And they killed him. See, you know the rest of the story. So you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it for them? What kind of news was this for them? Worst news ever. But hell couldn't hold him. And he came out of that grave. Best news ever. Our victory was forever won. It changed everything. The battle of the ages was over. He was the victor. Worst news ever. God turned it out to be the best news ever. And I want to tell you that our situation is the same way. My little heart was so broken, I just wanted to die. I don't mean to make fun because somebody might be there, but I'm telling you, I know all about it. I know all about it. I thank God for unanswered prayers. Turned out to be one of my greatest blessings and victories. See, I knew a man got fired from his job. So he started his own business. Became a millionaire. Best thing ever happened to him was getting fired. You just don't know what God can do. But I want to tell you this, it won't happen if you're going around in doubt and unbelief and bad mouthing and glorifying all the bad in this world. You need to talk the good news. You need to be speaking faith and believing God and trusting God. And God can turn it around. But whatever your bad news... I'm telling you, you need to know this. Romans 8, 28, we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Yes, God is able to work it all together somehow for good. You know, sometimes bad news comes, looks like you're defeated. The good news is 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. The bad news is, oh, I'm under such a heavy load. I got so much pressure. I got, you know, so many... Such stress and anxiety. First Peter 5, 7 has the good news. Cast all your care on him. He cares for you. See, you don't, you don't have to bear that. You just put it off on Jesus. He cares for you. He's taking care of you. The bad news is I'm depressed. I'm down. Well, the good news is, is that the Holy Spirit is able to give you joy. The good news is, is that Jesus can give you fullness of joy in his presence. The bad news is, well, this old world can be a cruel place. 
The good news is, is that he's loved you with an everlasting love. I'll tell you, the love of Jesus is so much greater than the evil and the cruelty of this world. The bad news is I feel alone and lonely. The good news is he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. The bad news is, well, I've been rejected. The good news is I've been accepted in the beloved. The bad news is this whole world is a dark place. The good news is, is that light has come into the world and he has called us to be the light of the world. But we can't do that if we are bearers of the bad news. We got to be bearers of the good news. Amen. That When we do that, we're being the light of the world. You can always find some bad news, and I want to tell you, you can always find some good news. We just need to flip it and make sure that we're on the right side of this, that we're talking about the good news. Not denying reality, we just know a higher reality. I'm telling you, this book is full of good news. We need to believe it. There's so many in our world that need it. And we need to be sharing it with them. And I'm not trying to be ugly tonight. But I'm, I want to address this real quick. There's so many Christians that are just regurgitating the same negative stuff of the world. That's not right. That's not our message. That's their message. That's not our message. Our message is the message of good news. Got to say it. You're bad and the things you do are bad. That's not good news. And that's the message that most of the world thinks we're, that they think that's our message. Yeah, those Christians, they think I'm bad, and they, what I think, the way I live and what I do, they think it's bad. And you say, well, it is bad. I know, that's the bad news. What about the good news? Amen. That God loves you, that Jesus died on the cross to forgive you of your sins so he could have a relationship with you. That's good news. Yes. But we talk too much about the bad news and not enough about the good news. So many that need it. We got to share it. Spouting that stuff. I saw it on Fox News. I saw it in the book of John. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I'm telling you. Jesus' message is so much better Amen. if we just believe it. But people all around us going through all kinds of things. You know, they say, be nice to everybody because you don't know what somebody's going through. And you know what? I agree. Everybody's going through something. And some are going through something awful. So we ought to be nice to everybody. <laughs> but whatever they're going through, here's the thing. Whatever they're going through, Jesus loves them and he can help them. 
And we got a message for this world. It's good news. Proverbs 12, 25 says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. We got to have that good word. We got to have that good news to share with everybody. I want to say it again. God loves you. He forgives you. He wants a relationship with you. That's good news. But you know what? When you know the word, you know, the Bible says we ought to have an answer to every man. See, when you know, when you really know the word, some of you think, well, I don't really know the word. Well, you got to change that. You need to get to know the scripture. Turn off some of that junk and dig into the word of God. Use your media, your electronic devices to feed your mind the word of God. However, you got to do it, but you need to get out of that overload of the bad news and start taking in that good news to the point that when you face bad news in your life, you got some good news. But not only that, when you come across somebody and they're in a bad way, they're going through something, you got some good news to tell them. Amen. Tell them the good news. Tell them the good news. There's always some good news, always some bad news, always some good news. I hope that the Lord is bringing some people to your mind that maybe you can share some good news with. But tonight, I challenge you, focus on the good news. Get your mind on the good news. Get out of all, it'll just drag you down. It'll just strip your faith. No, keep yourself built up in your faith by focusing on the good news of the Word of God. Stand with me, we're gonna pray.